thrilled to sit now. Has anyone found what he's had yet? Look, well, if you have something to say, just say it. You would. You're always saying it. Stop him! He's getting so far away. Don't worry, Woody. And it's oh, no, the mics Ricky. are off. The mics are off. How embarrassing! Sarah Marie, strike one. Two hours to get through. Strike one. I said, point and shout at me when you need something. Oh, I got nothing, so I blame you. We were pointing and shouting, but our mics were off. It's Megan Frankie with Will and Woody here. Um, pleasure to be with you, Mel. We're going to be with you for the next couple of hours. Yeah. Huge stuff to come, Woods. Oh, yeah. Huge stuff to come. Mm. But what we do at the start of every show is provide you guys with an option yeah. to sponsor the show. Huge opportunity. Uh, 131060, if you want to sponsor the show, give us a call right now. I hear a lot of people questioning how successful we are at promoting a product, though, Will. Well, we did. Well, proof we have. We've had Mrs. Teppy's Turkish Towels. Well, let me stop you right there because there's huge news today about Chappelle Corby coming home. Yeah, from Bali. She's finally coming home. There's been a photo leaked of her in Bali. Tell me what she's got wrapped around her waist there, Will. Mrs. Teppy's Turkish Towel. Wow. We go international, ladies and gentlemen. Chappelle Corby. There you go. Mrs. Teppy's. I don't know if Mrs. Teppy's going to appreciate that. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know. She's a huge star. She's a, she's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the deal. If you would like your item traipsed across a previously convicted drug smuggler, mm-hmm. <laughs> 10, 60 Cassie number. Sainsbury, she might put it on. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You Give us a call right now, and we are going to say our show name, so Will and Woody, mm-hmm. Weekend Brecky, here for... And then your business. Yeah, this use this costs good shows. Like for good shows, yep. this is thousands of dollars. All we're asking for is like a product or something. It can be anything. Yeah. I mean, like if you go sell pies, you can give us a pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a we've had a, we've got a lifetime of haircuts. We, we're li- we went on the train last week, which we, was lovely. We've got a family pass on the um, Rural Duck to Mornington Peninsula. Best day of my life. Railway. But eight dead sixty. If you want to sponsor shows, so the next two hours, we will literally be saying your business with the show title uh, throughout the show. Give mm-hmm. us a call now, though, 131060. This is the only chance you get to do it. It's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. Right now, the chance for our show to sound sexy. Oh, yeah. This is this is the part... I mean, we did four or five weeks of the Weekend Breakfast show here on the Fox mm-hmm. without a sponsor. Mm. Realised it sounded significantly uncool. Very embarrassing. It was. Mm. And since then, we tried to take money for our sponsor. And then the lawyers got involved, uh, and apparently we broke not not one code, but four to five codes. So um, you can't take cash here, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can be the show sponsor in return for merchandise. Absolutely. We've got Simon here from Doncaster. G'day, Simon. How you going? Simon. No, hang on a second. We've got Sarah Marie just done strike two there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, two, strike. it's two strikes in about 15 minutes, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to show you get through, mate. Sorry, Simon. Simon, Simon how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> Simon, yep. you've got an hour and 45 minutes left of a Premier Weekend Brecky show. What if, what would you like to offer the boys? Um, I'd like to offer you a fencing singlet, a high vis for the ladies, and if you're single, it'll do you wonders. Right. Interesting. So it's just a high vis singlet that obviously says your company on it? Yep, yep, I, that's fine. I don't mind I that. I do like a singlet. Yeah, and sorry, it's a high-vis singlet. 
Yeah, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. okay. And, right. It, and it does work for the females there, Simon, you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> right. if, if, if you've got a good body, if you don't have a good body, I wouldn't put it on. But okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Do you have a good body, Simon? Oh, look, not the best, but <laughs> it does the job. Good on you, mate. The honesty. <laughs> Stay on the line. We've got Stephanie here from Ferntree Gully. <laughs> Stephanie, how you going? Hi. How are you guys? Good, thanks, mate. An hour and 45 left of Weekend Brekkie with Will and Woody. What would you like the show to be sponsored by? Well, I'm from Nature's Beauty Secrets down in Fantry Gully, and yeah. I was thinking if I was to offer you guys a Nature's Beauty Secrets signature treat, which is a back and neck massage as oh. well as a express facial. Wow. What's what, do you, a, what, do you, what do you think? What's... Well, I, I quite like the idea of a massage. Talk us through the express facial. <laughs> Well, it's just a good end. Like, I'm sure, I don't know when the last time you guys would have had a facial. Yeah. But, uh. um, <laughs> so, express, it's just a quick facial? Is that, is that a... Yeah, it would give you a bit of an exfoliation. Yeah, beautiful. Nice, okay. All right, Stephanie, okay. I like it. Excellent. Will does look like he's got coconut sprinkled on his face. He's got so much dry <laughs> skin there. Um, so, we'll keep that in mind. Elizabeth from Nary Warren, how are you going? Hi, how are you? Elizabeth, mate, uh, yeah, show sponsor, if- what would you like to offer the boys? It is a complimentary Mother's Day package for wow. a three D and four D ultrasound. What the hell's a four D ultrasound? <laughs> well, <laughs> so it's pregnant women, so we get images of the baby's okay. face. Yeah, but like, what's a four day? I understand three day. You found yes. the fourth dimension. It's what really do you mean? impressive. Yeah, so you're watching the baby in real time. So if the baby like yawns, for example, you see the baby yawning as wow. it's happening. So, so, so oh yeah. wow! Just a small little flag here. Um, neither of our mums are pregnant. <laughs> but, but do you know anyone that's pregnant? So we just have to because find someone. Do. We yeah, find someone true. who's pregnant and then bring them in, and then we can look yep. at the baby. I think that'd be Correct. a cool thing to watch. It's almost it worth is, getting it is. worth getting pregnant for. All right, I'll call my girlfriend in a sec, Elizabeth. <laughs> Thanks, Elizabeth. We've got Chris here now from Yarraville. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. How you going? Chris. Man, I just want to apologise to all the other callers. I think it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Chris. Yes, what have I'm you got from, to offer the boys? I'm from, uh, I'm from Yarraville, and we are in uh, Rocco's Deli. Rocco's oh, Deli, Yarraville. And we are world famous for our Rocco rolls, and they're absolutely loaded, jam-packed with all the goodies that uh, Deli uh, provides. Beautiful, yeah, okay. beautiful. Um, I was actually going to come in and bring you guys a couple of rolls. Wow. 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 Yeah. Huge. Now, hang on. Now, Can you now make, you're really playing to our foreheads. Make our mouths water here, Rocco. Talk us through the Rocco um, roll. Oh, they're full of salami, oh. ham, cheese, oh. uh, pickled arti- artichokes, oh. beautiful olives, you name it. Oh. Oh, cool. yeah. I think it's all over. And yeah. as a sweetener, we'll chuck in some homemade cannoli as well. I know what cannoli is. Just but apologies to all the other callers. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we apologise as well. Rocco, you're the show sponsor. Congratulations, Congratulations Rocco. Yes. <laughs> all right, you've got 10 minutes. Get your ass here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, as, as always, though, Chris, um, yep. we need, obviously, it'll now be Weekend Breaking with Will and Woody here. For Rocco's Deli Yarraville, what's the what's the uh, what's the the tagline you'd like to just use, mate? We like a bit of a oh Rocco's Deli, get it in ya. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't know if you take Rocco's it Deli, get it in ya. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, the lawyers might have a chat to us about that. <laughs> Woods, we did something last time um, here yeah. on the show, which I think we need to be doing again. We, we've decided that there's two sorts of people that listen to our show. Mm-hmm. There are those that are coming home from Saturday morning sport. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning sport, he went just later in the show. Mm. We've also got the people 
have had a big night out, mm. ended up at somebody else's house, yeah. and are currently doing the Walk of Shame. Beautiful. Now, have we got an opener for the Walk of Shame? I'm doing the Walk of Shame. Oh, that's it. There we go. That's... <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a stitch up because our producer TJ, he's literally been telling us all week that he's that he's put together hours to create this opener, and and Sarah Marie's played the old one, and he's shattered. That was his moment. That was that was his big moment, and he's cooked it. Um, and I don't know whether that's your third strike, Sarah, or that's just. <laughs> Anyway, we'll move on. Um, no, I've got to hear it now. <laughs> no, you don't oh, understand. You don't, we've, got we've got it. it. We've finally okay. got it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Rise and shine, Melbourne. If you're on your way home from a big night out and you're feeling a little dusty, give us a call. This is Walk of Shame. Beautiful. He got it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got there. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we are up and running this morning. Okay, so, the walk of shame, very simple. We're not going to get India. We are going to support you. We're yeah. going to celebrate you. Yeah. You got some last night. Hell Congratulations. Yeah, more than Will and I. Way more. Yeah. Way more. Mm-hmm. Now, 131060 is the number. It's very simple. If you are currently doing the walk of shame, Give us a call. Yeah. Like I, 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 last week, this was an absolute blast. I can't wait to hear it. You get to, you get to call up, tell us how it happened, where it happened. Did you get out of the house? Mm-hmm. Are you in the car yet? Mm-hmm. Whatever you like, Woods. Yeah. Yep. I mean, not too graphic, obviously. No. Well, you know, we'll, we'll flirt the line. Um, last week, I think the highlight was when a girl was doing the walk of shame straight to Groove and Moon. Legend. Unbelievable stuff. Think, and we actually gave her our show sponsor that day. Actually, that's what we've got on offer today. We've got a couple of Rocco's Deli rolls. Yeah. Get them in you after you've. Well, I won't go on. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Are you currently doing the walk of shame or yes. walk of pride? Rise and shine, Melbourne. If you're on your way home from a big night out and you're feeling a little dusty, give us a call. This is Walk of Shame. The walk of success on this show. Mm-hmm. Give us a call, 13, 10, 60. Yeah. If you're currently doing the walk of shame, you wore the away shorts. Who have we got? Woods got Megan here from Altona. Megan, you bloody legend, how are you? Hi, guys. Megan, talk a story where I am, mate. What's happened? Well, currently doing the uh, Stride of Pride, guys. Beautiful. Oh, great. I love that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, so, last night was, it was a good night. Yeah, um, of course it was. You know, it got to about midnight. Flicking through a few uh, few rights, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, very the, uh, good. Living online. Yep. Living okay. online. Beautiful. Tinder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then uh, it all went successfully, guys. And mm-hmm. um, I'm actually still in his T-shirt. Wow. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I always say, if you're going to stay away, take a little bit of a memento yeah. from the trip. I once oh. took... Um, I, I'm not going to say too Thanks much to call, here, Megan. but there was a Neighbours star, Lynn. Do you remember Lynn Scully? Yeah, I remember Lynn Scully. Yeah, well, I ended up... With uh, Lynn Scully? Uh, well, not Lynn. You sandbag. But no, 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 no. Really? Not, not Lynn, but one of the Scully daughters. <laughs> Did you actually? And, and I, I didn't know this. I took an apple from the fruit bowl. <laughs> I, I took I took Lynn Scully's apple. Did you? And I've still got it. Took her apple and her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Wow. Um, <laughs> I didn't Luke. know that. Yeah, Luke from Ringwood. How you going? <laughs> G'day, boys. How are you? Oh, good. Wow, Luke. You sound a little bit creepy. Um, Let's see. A little rough. 
Walk of shame. Talk us through it, mate. I'm actually sitting <laughs> in a cafe just right now, just waiting for a taxi. I'm, I'm out in Colac. Um, oh yeah, Colac, yeah. And it's taking forever for to get a taxi home. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I came out here. I was I was in Ringwood last night. And I came out here. Yeah. With a girl, and I'm stuck out here now. How'd it go, <laughs> mate? How'd it go? So I went really well. Did it? Yeah. 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 Went really well, but. I just don't know what time I'm going to be able to get home now. What time? And uh, how did you rate your performance, mate? How did that go? Always about an eight and a half. Yeah, right. Wow. Consistently. Yeah. What's going to get you to a ten, though, Luke? I mean, where are you falling down? <laughs> uh, probably flexibility. Yeah. <laughs> it's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. Uh, Wilbur. Yep. Cocaine Cassie. Um, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Is that is that a bit con- that's a bit no, controversial? Is it? I thought we we're, we're calling her something else, aren't we? Cassie Sainsbury, just her full name. Yeah, that's what we'll do there. Um, Beats by Cassie, I think, has been floated around a bit. Yeah, a few nicknames, <laughs> but we wouldn't poke fun at that because you know, serious story. Uh, now, if you don't know, surely you know she's the girl from Adelaide who flew to Columbia uh, yep. and then tried to come back accidentally with six kilograms of cocaine. Yep, that's big live up in her in her luggage. Um, now, what's happened recently is her family has flown over yep. uh, to Colombia to go and visit her, and allegedly, and I'll repeat there when I say allegedly, yep. uh, the family has sold her story to 60 Minutes. Yep. Uh, I imagine no, that heard about this. It's not... would fetch a fair figure selling the story of your yep. daughter yep. Uh, to 60 Minutes. Anyway, she's not happy about it. Um, this is a tell-all... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tracy Grimshaw style. Yeah. What was Cassie like as a teenager? Yeah. yeah. You know, was she into <laughs> drugs? Why did she fall so far from growth? You know, she was a hurdler in her young years. <laughs> you know the story. Here's a photo of Cassie with headphones on as a five-year-old. <laughs> Do you think this inspired her? <laughs> All that jazz. Anyway, on yeah. 13 10, 60 this morning, yeah. this idea of selling another family member's story... I really like. Well, we don't like. I mean, I, we don't no, like the idea that... No, we like it. Do we? Bloody oath we do, because <laughs> on 131060 now, if you would like to sell <laughs> another family member's story to the boys, we will, we will pay you handsomely. Hang on. Hang on. What sort of story are you looking for? So I'm talking, I don't know, a, a very embarrassing story that your brother's done... That your sister's oh, done. Oh, that they wouldn't want you selling this or telling necessarily. Exactly. It's almost right. like a family secret almost. And you call up now. Yeah. And normally you wouldn't want to call up because you're like, that's a family secret. Mm-hmm. But we'll pay you for the story. Absolutely we will. That's a great idea. For example, mum's 40th birthday. Dad came home, had a few too many limoncellos, walked in the front door, yeah. all the kids went to go and say hi to him spewed on the carpet <laughs> in the hallway. Okay. This is the sort of story. Now, Dad would not want that getting out. No. And now, now it's, it's out. Petting <laughs> <laughs> 1060, would you like to sell yes. a family member's story to the boys? You will be paid handsomely. Petting 1060 is the number. Give us a call. <laughs> See, we got Nakita from Kinton here. Kinton. Yeah, kind of. Sorry, Nikita. Uh, which uh, family member's story are you selling? Well, I actually have a big family member secret here um, that not even my brother knows about who's the one that's involved. Wow. Well, he doesn't um, know, so you, and you're going to put it on the yep. radio. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, well, you are selling the story. Do you know, obviously, 
we'll discuss we're going to discuss price with everyone afterwards yeah. so go on Nikita <laughs> Well, uh, my brother, when he was little, he actually had this uh, really big problem of sleepwalking. Yeah. So there were a few times where we'd catch him, you know, in the kitchen or the bathroom, and we'd have to go in and, you know, slowly guide him back to his bed. Yeah. But there were these two specific nights where I caught him once in the bathroom, once in my room on the wall, and he was peeing in the sink and on my wall. <laughs> Sorry, and he doesn't know this. He doesn't know this. My mum does. Oh, because <laughs> you, you you just you just stop him, and then you'd go back, to, and then you put him back to bed. Well, when he did it on my wall, I was yeah. like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And yeah. then I found out he was actually still asleep. So I was like, "I sh- probably shouldn't wake him up." So what, what, how does that? How does this work? Like, what do you, do you let him stop, or do you, do you? I mean, what happens? I just let him keep going because you know you shouldn't wake anyone up when they're sleepwalking. So I was a good yeah. Well, um, let unless they to his bed. Wow, <laughs> amazing! Hey, Nikita's weeing sleeping brother, if you're listening, give us a call. Love to chat to you. Come and defend yourself. Thanks, Nikita. Karen from Hopetown, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Which uh, family member's story are you selling? I'm selling my dad's story. Excellent. Far away. Okay, so uh, my brother and I were just little kids and we had all the kids from the court over. We were having a barbecue. Yeah. And we had one of those old barbecues where you lit it with the wood. Oh, yeah. And my dad used to light the barbecue with a cap of kerosene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic, yeah. Yeah, and he ended up setting his pants on fire in front of everybody in the court. <laughs> and my friends and my brother and I could just see him jumping up and down, and we, we didn't know because the flames were blue and his tracksuit pants were blue, so we didn't know what he was doing. And then he started, <laughs> and then he started pulling his pants down in front of everybody. <laughs> And jumping up and down on his pants. <laughs> and then my mum sort of cottoned on that his pants were on fire. Yeah. So she took him over to our above ground pool and threw him in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so from your perspective, given that you don't know he's on fire, you've just seen your dad jump up and down, whip his pants off, and then have your mum throw him in the pool. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that I, is I remember my brother and I screaming, Dad, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> That's great, Garen. Garen. We've got Wendy now wow. from Cranbourne. Hey. Uh, people are really throwing family members <laughs> under buses here. This is great. Wendy, how are you going? Not too bad. Okay, whose family member uh, story um, are you selling? My husband's. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He had a bit of a mishap with the near hair remover. He was going in to have a vasectomy and oh. he had a shower, well, went down to the bathroom, came out. He's sitting on the couch watching telly and the next minute I said, what can you smell? I can smell something burning. Yeah. And the next minute he's gone, oh, and he's run off. And, yeah, he put hair removal there, the near hair removal, and it had burnt all that area <laughs> and oh. I think they didn't even need it to be shaved because he didn't want them to shave it so he thought he'd do it himself <laughs> before he went wait Aaron you're saying he could you could smell he could smell burning oh yes. Yes. And, and that's if you if you put <laughs> nair on it cream. that was just a cream yes the cream oh my god God. Well, I'm sure he impressed the nurses when he went in there with his <laughs> no pubes. Can you believe that? <laughs> no, I can't yeah, believe that. That would have been quite Wendy, painful. thanks for the call. That is, that's, just, that's just genuinely unbelievable. There's a warning for anyone wanting to get rid of their yeah, pubic yeah, hair this afternoon. Christina. Christ- yeah, <laughs> for all those people. Christina from Caulfield, how are you going? Good, how are you? 
Good, thank you. Now, you want to sell your sister's story? Yeah, I've got the biggest, the massivest secret family story that I'm going to sell to you. Far away, mate. So, a couple of years ago, probably about seven years ago, me and my sister took a girl's trip to Queensland, and my sister got... A ch- she got the attention of a bloke yes. we got talking and she ended up we ended up spending time with them up there and she ended up hooking up with him yes. cut, cut all ties off yeah. my dad got relocated for work uh-huh. and my dad's a priest in a church So your dad's a priest yeah my dad's this a priest excellent. so we rocked up five years later to a oh. church service and this guy was standing there and, and so we what position was he? What do you, what do you mean? Oh, he was in church at the service, and it was it was shock value. We, me and my sister both looked at each other and went and hid on the other side of the church. But it gets better. We see this guy every year for Easter service. And oh, my so, he, so so you're saying your dad runs a church, and yep. this bloke is one of the the regular people that go to yep. the church, and your dad preaches to. Yes. And your sister has hooked up with him. Yes. And wow. to make it a better story, yes. my yeah. sister married a guy that goes to that church and he has no idea. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> and he's never confronted wow. your sister about it? He's never, like, had a chat no, about we, it? No, we, 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 the first couple of times we sort of all made eye contact because we all knew who each other were. Um, and then every year... Are you ever worried, think, can I ask, Christina, that... Um, the dude goes to confession one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, he won't affect and me at all. It's my sister's secret. Uh, I'm clear. Imagine that, like, tell me your secrets, my son. I um, slept with your daughter. It's <laughs> 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 obviously says between you and me. <laughs> Great story, Christina. These are unbelievable. Okay, so we said we'd sell. These These are stories to sell. Yes. Because Cassie Sainsbury's family is allegedly selling her story. Two sixty minutes. We sold you. You yes. could sell your family story to us, Woods. Yes. What are we paying the people with? Well, as we said before, you are all being compensated very handsomely. Um, so we won't go back to you guys, but I know you're listening. Um, but what you are all receiving, unbelievably, yeah, uh, is yeah. is a is a a, a ten dollar store credit for Rocco's <laughs> Deli in Yarraville. Get ten bucks in ya. No, that's not the story. No, the, no, the line is get it in ya. Get it in ya. Get it in ya. So but each of you, all those family secrets were definitely worth it. <laughs> <laughs> right now, though, Woods, I, I need to talk to you, mate, because I think you're going to be on my side, but I just don't know. Yep, you never know with me. Never know. No, you're... <laughs> I'm a slippery snake. You're a turbulent, Ooh, turbulent person. Little ferret. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Here's the thing. I went into a bar the other day yeah. uh, with my girlfriend, right? Yeah, look out. No. Clear the bar. Where's the VIP area? <laughs> Will McMahon here. Fox FM. Saturday mornings. How are you? Shut up. <laughs> I just walked in with her. Yeah. And we started talking to this guy. Yeah. Right? Of course you did. Yeah. And my girlfriend knew who he was. Okay. It appeared. Yep. And as they were talking, I was like, look, something in the back of my mind might have gone off a little bit. It wasn't alarm bells, but I was like, oh, I feel like these two have met before or something, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, while they're having the conversation, I, I, look, I was myself, but sure. but I, I don't know. I feel like I was also a bit douchey. I wasn't sure. Okay. But I was a little bit alarmed by what was going on because something was going off and I wasn't quite sure what was happening. You can be a bit jealous sometimes. You're an emotional I, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 
Guy walks away. Yeah. And afterwards... Yeah. My girlfriend turns to me and says, oh, I've actually, I've hooked up with him before. Wow. Wow. She's now, also said a similar story about a very famous Fremantle docker. Um, that's right. But uh, can we say that? Can we say that on air? Yeah. Fifey. Anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> that one was particularly rattling. <laughs> well done, though. Uh, but I, know, anyway, I know, I know, I know. Hey, Will McMahon, though, you know, no. Saturday mornings, Fox FM, <laughs> Brownlow medalist, weekend breakfast show, yeah, similar. Anyway, look, here's my contention with, with this particular scenario. Yeah. I think, and this is what I want to know from people, 131060, if you're in a relationship, yep. should you have to tell your partner oh, yeah. before you start having that that conversation or that interaction, yep. I think a cheeky flag of I've hooked up with this person is 100% necessary before you start conversing. Oh, I think if you say yeah. it afterwards, it's not good enough. Because oh. I was I was angry. I was I didn't know what I was saying to that guy, but afterwards you yeah. look back at the conversation like, oh my god, like you you've hooked up with you've hooked up with my girlfriend, and you're mm-hmm. looking at me the whole time going, I've you've got up. no idea, yeah, and you're sounding like a yeah, I'm a Brownlow medalist, and I've hooked up. No, with well, girlfriend. it wasn't. What, what have you done? <laughs> <It wasn't No? laughs> no, right. I, I, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works here and say that yeah. you shouldn't have to divulge that information. Why? Because it makes it awkward. Like, why make it awkward for no reason? Do you know because, what I mean? Because otherwise, that otherwise you. you because you know, like, you know, like if you're standing there, as I said, there wasn't alarm bells to me, but I go, something weird's happening here. Mm. You guys are acting weird around me. Mm. And it's almost like they're keeping a secret from you. And then it's worse if that, no, okay. And then you, later you, on, you're like, I thought we were the ones in a relationship, not you and that other guy. Yeah, you flipped me like a burger there. Okay, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you back, am I? That was easy. Well, maybe someone yeah, will right. have a converse point Inter- of view. Okay, so 13 yeah, yeah. 10, 60 is the number. Should you have to tell your partner? That you've hooked up with someone before the interaction. Before the interaction happens, because yeah, okay. I think the after the afterthought yeah. is nine times out of ten horrific. Mm, and then if it comes up without her telling, and it you can as just well, be a little like maybe you get a little signal. Maybe yeah. you maybe you guys are at a point where you go, you know that if if <laughs> if your partner winks twice at you. <laughs> Then you've hooked up with that person. Sure. It'd be bad if I had a day where something was in their eye and you're going, oh my God, <laughs> everyone we walk for. Give us a call. What are your thoughts? 131060. It's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. We're talking about what we've called a hookup heads up. Yep. I think that if one of the two of you in your relationship has hooked up with a person, mm-hmm. they need to give the other person a heads up just before you're about to interact with that third yep. party, yep. right? Because I think afterwards, way too late. Yeah, okay. just, just and, and it's incredibly emasculating to feel like, you know, well, uh, what happened with me, with my girlfriend, and she's hooked up with this dude, I go over, starting having a chat with him, yep. I'm buying him a beer. Mm, oh, no. I'm, I bought him a beer. Oh, and he's a Brownlow medalist. He can buy no. your own beer, you know? <laughs> I mean, I think we can say now, it was Nat Fife, and, you know, he's staying there, Brownlow medalist. That medley. was a different one. Sorry. Another Brownlow medals? Like, does she just and I still would I still would have bought him a beer. <laughs> I even offered him my girlfriend again. <laughs> She's free tonight. <laughs> Thirty ten sixty. The hookup heads up. Yep. Do you have to do it? Should you have to do it? Tracy from Hopper's Crossing. How are you, mate? 
Yep, you should definitely have to do it, guys, honestly. Um, Best thing I ever did, I had a best friend for like 19 years, and um, my husband, um, we were going to, I was going to introduce him to my husband for the first time, and um, yeah, I I said to my husband the day before he came, flew in, I said, listen, we hooked up a long time ago, no, no, you know, nothing going on now, but a long time ago, hooked up. And um, it actually made it a lot easier for my husband to talk to him because I mm. think if he had have found out later, um, I think there would have been a bit of trouble. So, and then yeah. it's like you're hiding something, isn't it, Tracy? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Because I could just be myself around both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm. I wasn't feeling uncomfortable. It's a bit awkward when you have that convo. Yeah. I, I suppose yeah. I suppose that it is a bit of a timing thing. Thanks to the call, Trace. Is, um, no the, the timing thing when you... I mean, in this instance, I do mm. have to admit that we only had about 15 seconds before we started talking to this person. Mm. So if, you know, in that 15 seconds, my girlfriend turns to me and says, by the way, hooked up with this dude. How are you going to go in that conversation? You know? Yeah. And he's, I mean, was he his Fremantle kit? or what, no, what was it wasn't 5E. I, right. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> Luke from Oakley, how you going, mate? <laughs> yeah, good. Will. Woody. Yeah. Talk to me, mate. How are you? There is, you do not tell them... Dad, you're hooked up with them. There is no way you tell them. You're, against, you're against the okay. hook-up heads up, Luke. Oh, 100%, mate. It's a recipe for disaster. Oh, you I do not tell them. I have seen it backfire before. I have I have seen it backfire before. Is that because you've done a bit of damage around Melbourne, Luke, and you're concerned that your girlfriend will think less of you? Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Luke, do, have you had a scenario where this has actually happened to you, mate, where you've gone for the hook-up heads up and it's backfired? Look, yep. you there, mate? Yeah, oh, don't no. say anything. That's that's the that's his that's wife. The She's found out. I've got to say, I had a trip uh, to Western Australia, and yep. it was for New Year's. Yep. And this may be one example where you where you shouldn't do the hook up heads up. Yep. Big house of people, big group. There would yep. have been nine of us. Okay, yep. five guys, four girls. Okay, one of the girls <laughs> who was going on the trip was going with her boyfriend. Yeah. And she had to say, like, as she drove up to the big chair, she goes, oh, before we go in. Um, oh, I know this person. It's just a small one. Um, I have been with every guy uh, in the house. <laughs> anyway, right. what's for dinner? <laughs> That's right. Wilbur. Yes. A hot topic is dividing Melbourne. Yeah. Here's the situation. Scott Pendlebury, captain of Collingwood Football yep. Club. His, uh, his wife... Yep. Yeah, wife is is pregnant right now. Yep. She about to pop. Like I saw a photo of her and seriously, yeah, yeah. pinned to balloon sort of stuff. Okay. She going pop. Okay. Now he has said uh, publicly this week that if Alex, his wife, goes into labour yep. during the game that he is playing today, so Collingwood are playing GWS. He has said if she goes into labour, he will leave the game immediately and go home or go to the hospital to go and help her. Wow. This has divided people. And on 131060, let's open up the phone lines right now because my opinion is mm. it's okay if you miss a game mm-hmm. because you've got something serious like that on. Mm-hmm. But to commit to your team and go, I'm going to play, and then to be... If he leaves during the second quarter, they're a player short for the rest of the game. Now, I reckon as the captain, yeah. not on. Naughty boy. Really? Yes. Small part of me that really likes this. Yeah, but it's like I, I find it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You're leaving your team a player short. You're the captain. I, I don't know. Look, don't get me wrong. He's got an obligation there. Mm. But 
you know, I, I think that often a lot of the times we can put footballers in a zone where we consider that their profession to be unique. Mm. And yes, they're playing sport publicly. Mm. But if that was anybody else's job, we'd go, yeah, of course, your wife's pregnant. Get out of here. Okay, interesting. Thirteen ten sixty. Let's take some calls on this. Yeah, is it all right for Scott Pendlebury? Interesting. Imagine if he was just like on the field, kicks a goal, kicks a goal straight out. <laughs> <laughs> now this has divided us. Yep. I think he should just not play the game. I don't like the idea of someone leaving while the game's already started because yep. you're leaving the boys in the trenches. But isn't he doing a bit? Of, but isn't he getting? But there's a chance that she might not pop. Yes. And at least he's... I mean, I think it's pretty valiant of him to say he's going to rock up and play given that his wife is that pregnant. It's dividing his will. It's got a Natasha from Seaford. Natasha, how are you going? I'm well, thank you. What are your thoughts on Pendles, Natasha? Look, I think, I think what you're saying is true. Living in the middle of the game is a problem, but that's actually not his call. He's a husband first. Mm-hmm. It's his job. Mm-hmm. And if he's given this much notice and saying that this is what he's going to do, then it's actually the coach's call. It's completely irrelevant to him. I actually didn't he, think about that, yeah. He's obviously told the coach. He's, he's told Bucks. He said, listen, Bucks. Well, if the media's got onto it, of course he's told the coach. Yeah, mm. imagine that the conversation reality, went with Bucks. The reality is he is a husband first. This is his job. Yeah. He's decided to go and tell his coach, or he's told the whole community, that this is his position on it, mm. which is a completely reasonable position because it is his job. His wife comes first. Mm. She's his family. It's his responsibility to make the decisions in his life around that. It's just yep. a decision whether or not he puts them on the field. Good call, Natasha. Hey, here's a little hypothetical. You and me, married. Um, yep. we're <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Natasha. Fine. Yep. Yep. You, you are pregnant with our baby. Congratulations. Wow. Okay. Congratulations. Uh, you're, you go Jeez. into labour, except I have... I'm on radio, you know. Here I am, Saturday morning. You know this is a huge show. And I, I tell you, there's just no way I can leave during this phone topic. What are your thoughts on that? Bring the bloody show to the actual hospital. Yeah, oh, wow, that'd be a good show, <laughs> wouldn't it? That would be a good show. Live. Bedside show. Bring wow. it to the hospital. Yeah, I like the it, Natasha. If you get pregnant, we'll do a show by your bed. Good stuff. <laughs> We've got Grant here from Heidelberg. Hey, Grant, how you going, mate? Good, thanks. Good morning. Uh, what are your thoughts on Pendles, mate? He'll leave during the game if his wife goes into labour. Yeah, look, I think it's absolutely fantastic, and I agree with the last caller in, in relative to it being the coach's decision, but mm. I believe it's also the team's decision, and mm. if those if all these teammates are out on the field and they've agreed to it, then I could imagine that if I was one of those guys and I was out there and my captain had to leave the game, I'd find myself digging that little bit deeper just to support him. Yeah, that's... Uh, and I think it's a team decision, and if they weren't happy with it, then it wouldn't be happening. Grant, you're speaking a lot of sense, my friend. Good stuff. Thanks for the call. It's got Lorenzo it, from Trigonina. Lorenzo, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. What well, are your thoughts on first Pendles? First up, Lorenzo, are you a Pies supporter? Uh, no, I'm a North Melbourne supporter. So okay. I go to the All right, okay. Why do you think Lorenzo was a Pies supporter? I don't know. I just <laughs> had a vibe about him. Lorenzo. Trigonina. Big Collingwood. Trigonina. <laughs> uh, Lorenzo, um, what are your thoughts? Pendles leaving during the game if his wife is in a labour. I've got an idea where everyone can win in this situation. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I reckon that his wife should fly down to Spotless Stadium and wait in the change rooms. Bloody love it. And and if um, she's about to give it. birth, one of the club doctors can um, help pop out the baby while Pendles is there. I, 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 Lorenzo, I'll go one step further. Halftime entertainment. 
She comes out, <laughs> center up on circle, the big screen. just before the bounce, we do the baggy bounce. And then they can come out and, and play in the second half. Yeah, a sports bet will take bets. Will it be a boy? Will it be a girl? Mate. Chuck, and once it's born, chuck him up in a Ford pocket. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> He's probably a very talented baby. You're a genius, Lorenzo. It's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. It's time to hear from some of the nation's most inspirational sports stars. This is Will and Woody's Saturday Morning Sporting Legends. Yes. At the end of every show, we celebrate those absolute warriors that are out on the sports field of Melbourne every Saturday morning. Yep. Who aren't celebrated enough, Woods. Mm, no, I agree. And they don't have a platform to relive these amazing moments. Uh, but we do have Peter here from Malvern East. Peter. Yeah, Hi. How old are you, Peter? I'm 13. 13, okay. And what sport were you playing this morning, Peter? I was playing basketball. Basketball, okay. Beautiful. Run us through the legendary moment. Well, um, so I, I, yeah, I played the game and I scored 22 points. Oh, wow. Peter. And um, four, like 12 of those points were three-pointers, so I scored four three-pointers. Wow. <laughs> Peter. Yeah. Generally yeah. sound really good. Are you actually 13, yeah. mate, or are you just... Yeah, I am 13. <laughs> Wow. And did you win? Yeah, uh, yeah, we won by five points. What's everybody did with LeBron playing for them? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like, I've never heard of a, tw- of a 13-year-old scoring over 10 points. <laughs> was that a school record or something, Peter? Uh, no, I'm not sure what the school record is. Yeah, right. Okay, well, mate, congratulations. Were you, were you playing Wesley or something? Like, uh, no, we were playing Melbourne Grammar. Oh, yeah. they're pretty good. Scorch Great work, yeah. mate. Interesting yeah. stuff there. You know when you're that age, when you're 13? Yeah. There's always... You know, Peter's got quite a deep voice for a 13-year-old. He might need to get drug tested, actually. <laughs> I, mean, I think he's having hormones. No, no. Plain. Sure he's fine. Don't drug test him. And we've got Samantha here from Mickleham. Hey, Samantha. How are you going? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Now, you either sound like a very old young person or you're a, <laughs> or you're, you're a proud mum. I'm a proud mum. Beautiful. Talk us <laughs> through it, Sam. What did your little tacker do this morning? So, my son is a goalkeeper for the under-14 team for soccer. Beautiful. Yeah. And he kicked a goal from the goal square of his team into the other goal square. Wow! Unbelievable! Yeah. <laughs> did you get a video of it, Samantha? No, no, I didn't. Sorry. And no one else did because we didn't expect it. <laughs> is this a, a fully-sized soccer pitch? Yes, a full-size soccer pitch. And he kicked it from one end to the other? To the other, yep. No okay. one could believe it. What, in the air? Yes, yeah. He's got a big kick, so he's... No, 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 one. sorry. That's, that is, that is <laughs> not just a big kick. That's like... That is that is phenomenal, Samantha. Yeah. Did, did he did he mean it? Is this the sort of thing that your little tacker goes out and practices? Well, last year he came close about seven times because he's got such a big kick on him. Oh, we've got to see this. I, I have to see this. <laughs> is, there, is there any way we can film mm. your son kicking a soccer ball from one end of the pitch? I don't believe you. Yeah, we we can organise it. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll put you through to the producers. Let's sort this out. I reckon old Whitelaw over here will go in goals, and if he can get past me, I'll give him. I'll give him $10. I'll give him <laughs> <laughs> <Broncos> deli roll. <laughs> Sam, thanks for the call, mate. Congratulations. Thank you. No worries at all. Have a ripper. I think uh, I think we're going to get out of here, Woods. I think oh, we're... Yeah.
Are we wrapping? Yeah, we're getting nods outside. We're, they we're want us out. Yeah, okay, we're going to wrap there. They want us We'd out. We'd love to stick around, but... Um, That's a shame. Time, time flies in every fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Huge thanks to Rocco's Deli. Yep. Uh, we got them in us. Uh, during the show. Yep. And they're absolutely delightful. Rocco's Deli in Yarraville, they were the show sponsor today. Remember, if you'd like to sponsor the show, when we kick the show off at 8 o'clock, that's when we open the doors. You can give us anything except cash yep. in return for the show sponsor. Today, Rocco's Deli delivered a whole bunch of rolls and cannelloni. Yeah, and get around us on our social media. Yeah. Um, we're Will and Woody across, uh, across everything there. Um, so write us a message. We get a bit lonely from um, this time to Friday. Yep. Um, so write us a message. Don't post very often, but love to hear from you. Yep. And uh, it's Mother's Day tomorrow, I should mention. It is Mother's Day tomorrow, oh. so uh, say good day to your mums for us. We're mm-hmm. going to get out of here. Um, we'll see you next time, guys. Catch you later. Goodbye.